Like a sneaky jalapeno in your burrito. That unexpected heat is shocking, but you can't live without it. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Oh! Oh! Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Let's go! Good morning. Boy, I tell you, we're moving now. I mean, we're into May. We've got that dork holiday, May the 4th, behind us. I liked what Amy uh, put on our Facebook page. I don't know if you saw it. May the 5th be with you. It was that little green troll from Star Wars? Holding the fifth Yoda? Jack Daniels? Yeah, Yoda. I should know that, shouldn't I? I'm halfway in. Halfway intelligent person should know that. He's a pretty famous character of, <laughs> of Star Trek. And I'm like, yes, may the 5th be with you. She put that up on Friday. Thank you. We enjoyed it's, that. It's happened again, Jeremy. Lake Mead strikes again. Lake Mead? What, that's the one in Vegas, right? Yeah. They found another body. Okay. You know, in the barrel? It's it's historic. I don't know if it was in a barrel this time. Uh, hello, the mob was there, Jeff. What do you think no, they no, were doing with these bodies? But this is the this is the lowest the lake has ever been, right? Yeah, and so we still gonna, have the summer. Yeah, we still have be, the summer in front of us. There could be a, the size of uh, I don't know. There could be a community out there the size of Pismo Beach sitting in barrels. Last week they found a body in a barrel. This week they find a body. Uh, w- this happened on Saturday. They reported seeing skeletal remains at Colville Bay. That's in the Lake Mead National Recreation Area at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Wow. National Park Service said in a release, hey, maybe this is boosting your national park numbers that you speak of. I mean, how many people did they find dead? Maybe that's what the National Park Service was doing. With their with their bodies, that all these bodies that you say have been uh, going away in the national park system in the last hundred years, maybe they're dumping them in Lake Mead. Now they I never mean, thought the water would get this long. There could be thousands of people there. It is a um, look at the two hundred and forty seven square miles of surface. Yeah. Now that's probably when it's at full pool, which means it's you know a lot when it's fuller. It's it's lower now, and that's going to keep shrinking. But twenty eight point two three miles. Have you seen the picture of the intake valve that's sitting up out of the water? Crumb. There. No. This is an intake valve that has been supplying Las Vegas with its water since 1971. Okay. And it has never gotten below this intake valve. I want to say the intake valve. I mean, I've, is I've been good... to the dam and I've seen, you know, those, but I don't think you're talking about that. You're talking about something else? Yeah, I'm talking about just an area that is of Lake Mead, of the, of the watershed there. That is, there's this one intake valve that has is of many, I'm of many intake it. valve, and and it's got to be a good five, six feet out of the water already. Oh, it, it just looks just, like a big drain for like a like you'd see a, yeah. a sewer, and it's just yeah. kind of sticking out next to a rock cove or something. Yes. Okay, I'm looking exactly. at it. Yeah. Wow. That has never been out of the water. It's never since been since 1971. And now, May, how do you like it if you're a Las Vegas resident and you know you've been drinking dead body water oh, or you've God. been bathing right. in dead body water? Well, I mean, you know, think about it. 
you know, we, we, I lived in the five cities for a number of years and people are peeing in Lake Lopez and we're drinking that. So, you know, and people die in Lake Lopez too, unfortunately, you know, sorry if you've lost anybody. In Lake but they, they recover the bodies. Sometimes they do. And sometimes you don't know. I mean, I'm sure they have. But the story just goes away. It's a pretty small lake compared to Lake yeah. Mead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's part of it. That's life. You know, unless you're on a well. And, you know, I mean, that's just, uh, it's life, man. And, you know, it's okay. It's not a big deal. It's all filtered it's all, out. It's all organic it's material? It's all processed, yeah. I think I would rather drink water that a dead body had, um, you know, um, decayed in. That's not what, what is it called when you die? And you, not decay, but it, you know what I mean. Decomposed? Over, decomposed, thank you. Over time, I would rather drink water that had been treated from decomposed waste or humans than actual chemicals or other wastes. This is a little bit different this time because this was skeletal remains. Right. Whereas before, the body was somewhat preserved. Oh, so it was and a they recent think, body. They think, no, no. They think based on the clothes uh, and, and the shoes that were on the body that they, it happened sometime between the mid-70s and the mid-80s. It's been around as long as you and I have. Oh, the one that they found in the barrel? Well, it must have been sealed really well. If if it was still, you know, if there was still somewhat preserved, I would imagine that has to be pretty much airtight. Because if water gets in there, that's going to help the, the decomposition. Well, you've heard the stories about Tahoe because the water is so cold that they believe, and, no. and it's so deep. Tahoe is so deep. Yeah, there, there's, there's underwater so water caves that connect with other major deep bodies of water. I've read stuff about that, and they go out to the ocean. And that's why they mm. think there could be a sea monster in there. Sea monster. I don't know about that. What it, what it, what what is the story about Tahoe? You said the water's so cold. Well, I don't, I don't the, know. it's so deep, and that the water's so cold that, and there was a lot of mob activity, you know, back in the out of Reno fifties and the sixties. Well, out to yeah, it's where they dumped. Remember, the Godfather? They bought a they bought a, a house on Lake Tahoe. You know, I mean, what was that? So just a processed dead body. <laughs> they think that you know there's some cement shoe situations oh. there, but the the water's so cold in Tahoe that it would preserve the bodies. Which is never fun. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's bad. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. You know, that's why I'm not a diver. Um, I've heard river systems where they have eddies that have, um, they have a lot of current down there that, you know, they found bodies 100, 120 feet down just circling in what they call a hydraulic. Because the hydraulic is like what it looks like when you lower, you take the water out of the tub and it forms that kind of whirlpool thing. And in a river with current, it'll get down there. And they found people just down there held underwater by this hydraulic current. current yeah. And then just spinning. And can you imagine going down there and then seeing a body just, not just floating there, but spinning? Hmm. All I think of is Friday the 13th when Jason Voorhees, they chained yeah. him to the bottom of the lake. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Son of a bitch. That's creepy. Nope. Went, went to high school with a guy named Jason Voorhees. That's he right. was <laughs> born in 1976, right before the movie came out. Oh. <laughs> and I bet you they could, I bet you they could go. I mean, like, why wouldn't I? Okay. The kid was like, I don't know. The kid was like two or three when the movie came out. At that point in time, can you change your kid's name? Yes. Fairly easy. Yeah, but you didn't know it was going to be, you know, a, a, a phenomenon or whatever. Have him do like as my, my brother-in-law, his name's, 
his name is Richard and his last name is Simmons, but he goes by something totally different. Well, you could go by Ricky. He could go by Dick. Dick. Uh, yeah. But when your name Rick. is Jason, what is the short J? J. Go for Jason. J. Yeah. yeah. I think that works with any name that starts with a J. You can just go by J. Jason. Didn't go by J. He went by he Jason went by, Voorhees. He went by Jason Voorhees, and everybody like you have class kind of, with him when they do the attendance, and then the substitute teacher would come in. That must have tripped out subs all the time. Like, all right, Jeff Kingman, Jason Vor, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, who's playing a trick on me here? Uh, today, keep listening for uh, two songs from the same artist played back-to-back. It's The Big Gas Grab, presented by Perry Ford Lincoln. And if you hear that, make sure you text the word gas in to get qualified for that $500. Flogging Molly at 840. Jim Gaffigan. We got tickets to that show, 940 later, if you know the show. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Eminem went into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The induction ceremony's coming up. But he's going in. Um, they're getting a lot of flack for it, apparently. The, the Hall of Fame has. Why? And the director is saying that he, deserved, he deserves to be there as much director, CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, uh, why does he have to show his ass in this video? Uh, if you forgot, Eminem shows his butt about uh, three minutes into that video. Greg Harris is getting a lot of flack for it, and he says he deserves to be there. For a lot, a lot of years, people asked about hip-hop. Eminem, you listen to his music, it is as hard-hitting and straight-ahead as any metal song. It's a chest punch with a message and with a power and with a rhythm and with a band. So, yeah, we're thrilled he's going in. First year of eligibility, it's a big statement. I, yeah, what's your I favorite? Don't, I don't. Care. What's your favorite Eminem song? This song. That's why I'm playing it. This is a great song. This is a motivating son of a bitch right here. If you ask me. This is uh, for me uh, when I attempt to work out, and I'm starting to feel like, ah, let's get off this thing. I'll do more tomorrow. I try to get this on very quickly. Gets me motivated. I feel like if there was ever a bully, and you were getting ready to fight a bully, this would be this would be a, a great song to get yourself hyped up to go punch him in the yeah. face. Yeah. It's a battle my song. Fa- my favorite one's one that didn't get played all that much, but it's a pretty good song. It was Stan, the one about the super fan that would ride him. Yeah, that killed yeah. his wife and put her in the trunk of his car. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy song. <laughs> that is a dark song. It's such a dark song, and I remember yeah. thinking, "Man, dude, this yeah. is this guy's got some demons, man." Well, what I really remember about that song, and I know probably most people don't give a crap since this is classic rock, but I know we have a lot of people that cross over, a lot of people that listen to the, you know to that also. Well, when they, they were, were listening younger. to that then, and then they got they grew up. Yeah, and yeah. you were listening to whatever, but Stan. You remember the songwriting that went into writing that song and the detail that he went into? Mm-hmm. And the way he was able to tell that story in three minutes and, I don't know, 30-something seconds. Uh, it's a long song. It's like five minutes long. Oh, okay, five minutes. Yeah. Still, it was it was crazy. But, yeah, I think Eminem. I mean, you know what? Listen, I mean, Madonna's in there. Michael Jackson's in there. It's obviously the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is turned into something that isn't just... What the name says. You got to open your mind, man. 
Here's a little bit more. He came in and helped induct Run DMC, and then he popped up on stage at the last year's induction with LL Cool J when they brought the house down during his induction ceremony. Love that he's paying a nod to his influences, and now he's the one in the spotlight. He influenced so many more. Uh, this is going to be a very unpopular take with the people listening to the sound of our voices right now. Um, but I hate it when people say, it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, man. It's I not know, the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Yeah. I, I hate it. I know. I do, too. I mean, and, and Dolly is going to go in as well. I mean, this is a really, uh, this is just a music Hall of Fame. I mean, I know it's called the Rock and Roll. I'd rather it be called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and celebrate all genres of great artists that have made strides and made differences or whatever it is that they, you know, determined to well, that's put what them up for induction. Roll, that's what rock and roll started out as, as, as popular music, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's pop music. It's the Pop Music Hall of Fame. If you don't like it, they just use, they just t- call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Start up a, classic rock and roll hall of fame see how well it does well kind of like he was making the example in the beginning in there you know he could compare it to any like metal or heavier song or this this gut punch that you get with some of that stuff and you would consider that i I don't know where you draw the line at but i mean uh yeah anyways good for eminem i'm glad that he got in and regardless of if you like the dude or not he's super talented and uh this is the uh, poll question right now. Uh, Eminem is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you think he's deserved? Okay. KZOZ.com. It's brought to you by SurfNet Communications, your leader in broadband rural internet. Check them out. SurfNetUSA.com. Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Here comes Dumbass of the Day brought to you by California Diesel and RV. If you've got a truck, an RV, a pickup truck, if you have uh, fleet vehicles that you need managed, these are the people that can do it for you. It's California Diesel and RV. They're in Oceano. Stop by and see them at 1189 Pike Lane in Oceano. Or you can follow the links, California Diesel and RV at KZOZ.com. How pathetic can some people be? So now I, uh, I joined a gym. I pay money to go to a building where I trick my body into thinking my life is hard so it doesn't give up. That's... <laughs> Some people don't like the gym. They think it's ridiculous to pay money to go to a gym. I've had conversations with friends of mine. They're like, that's so dumb. Why don't you just go run? You can go jog. You can do push-ups. You can do sit-ups. You can take care of that yourself. I'm like, you have never seen an episode of Law & Order. Because if you had, you would know that 50% of murder victims are found by joggers. The other 50% of murder victims are joggers. I have never seen a dead body in my gym. That should be the slogan for every gym. <laughs> Come on down to Jill's Fitness. We got spin classes, we got yoga studio. Very few dead bodies. <laughs> Industry leader, three years running, fewest corpses. Look it up. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. Off to Pennsylvania uh, for this dumbass of the day. Here's the TV station. A Tyrone man is behind bars after allegedly driving himself to his arraignment on DUI charges while drunk. Police say 58-year-old Lawrence Williams was already on probation for two other DUI cases from 2021. Now, if he does post bail, he'll be put on supervised release with the Blair County Adult Probation Department. So there you go. So obviously, this guy's working a case for having a problem and deferred prosecution. Because <laughs> I think I remember at some point when I was 
dealing with this. Uh, if you uh, if you had a problem, if you said you were an alcoholic, mm-hmm. they would give you this deferred prosecution, and it sounded better at the time because you would uh, you know maybe not have a DUI on your record. But yeah, they would. They, it would. It would be um, the next five years the, of your life. You'd have to go to classes, and yeah, it would have. It would. It would uh, help out your insurance situation and your driver's license situation. Which um, is so screwed up. Okay, I have a disease. Yourself. I can't stop drinking. Give me the keys back to my car. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't yes. make any sense. I can't stop myself, but give me the keys back to my car. I mean, no, if anybody should not have keys to a car, it should be that, somebody that can't control their who drinking. can't stop their It's funny how they outfit the... Uh, That's just common sense to me. The ignition with these breathalyzers. Have you ever seen oh, yeah. one of those? They do those, and that's the weirdest thing because it's like, okay, if it's gotten to this point where you got to get the ignition switch for being able to drive your car, then just take the keys away at that point. I mean, uh, and go get some help. We knew a girl in college. I can't remember her name. Damn it. She was friends of Ernie. She had a couple DUIs. I think that's how we knew her. I could be getting that wrong, but anyways, you knew her, for, you knew her from the, getting the DUIs. No, I just knew her that when college she had gotten a couple DUIs. She was in her early twenties, making all kinds of bad decisions, mainly drinking and driving. Other than that, she was a really nice girl, but she get all hammered. And I remember she asked me if I would go blow into her thing because she had one of these attached to her ignition. And I was like, "Well, I've already had three beers." She goes, "Ah, you should be fine." <laughs> <laughs> She probably already had about six drinks. <laughs> she was tired. Did she look you up from head to toe and say, oh, you should be just fine? Because that would be like the biggest insult of all time. <laughs> Why is that? Well, your body weight, you should be fine. Three beers. Oh, but I was a lot thinner in college, <clears throat> remember? I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, I was, what, 30, you were 40 there. pounds lighter than I am now. You were getting there. I was You're getting there. Way. I was getting there. Yeah. You are on your way. I have pictures. I'm like, God, I'd give anything to be back there. That's 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 the goal without having to do all the work. So anyways, um, yeah, he was arrested. Uh, once he got there, they could tell he was drunk. They could smell the booze on him. And so he's, uh, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, he just drives no matter what. So uh, I don't know what they're going to do. He's just, I'll tell you what's going to happen. And this is what the, the system should be the dumbass on this one. Is that he'll say, oh, yeah, well, I have a problem. And they're like, okay, well, we're not going to penalize you for having a problem. But we got to make sure that you're safe. So uh, you're not allowed to drive for six months. And you have to go do this uh, program. And then as long as you go to this program, prove that you got on the program, we'll let you out then he'll be back at it again because guess what he says he has a problem yeah it's a disease it's but not they'll his keep fault. giving it's, him his keys back it's the disease he'll get fault. keys from somebody else he's already taken out a fence and a mailbox first dui was a fence second dui uh the one he was showing up to report for was he took out a mailbox so hopefully the third one is not an issue of a body I feel or somebody bad. Uh, yeah you know. I feel bad, bad for this guy because I, I I like to drink and but I always plan ahead and make sure I don't find myself in a situation where I think I'm fine. I think we've reached it's a point a in society where there's enough options to where you can't use I I'm sorry I have a disease as a as a defense right when it comes to drinking and oh, driving yeah, exactly no no they need to probably they need to step up. 
the punishment on that because obviously this guy's already drove drunk to the courthouse where he was going to get tried for uh, a DUI. Congratulations, Lawrence Williams. You are Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. (laughs) It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.